0: Welcome to America the Bizarre. I'm your host, Jordan Rausch.
1: And I'm Jeremy.
0: This is a weekly American history podcast that deep dives into all the stories that made America into the beautiful weirdo she is today.
1: So beautiful and so, so strange.
0: And the time that we are recording this it we still don't know who our new president is.
1: Who the president or who elect is. the
0: president electus is, is what I mean to say, right? So it's still, it still could go either way,
1: which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's not crazy because every year it's like this.
0: Yeah, but I think usually, at least when you wake up, at least what I remember is usually by the time that you at least wake up the day after. Election Day, Mm
1: -hmm. usually
0: no, but now it's...
1: What do you mean you know? We don't. Well, it's projected. It's been, yes. And that is very important to delineate the difference. Most Most media outlets will have a pretty solid projection of A or B candidate.
0: Right. But right now, we don't even have a projected... Right. President-elect, is right. what I mean to say. Yeah. So, yeah, so we are, maybe by the time this episode comes out, we will know, but maybe not, because Pennsylvania might not even have their results out until Friday.
1: Pennsylvania. Nevada. Blue Ridge Mountains. <laughs> Sorry.
0: The song of this election.
1: Um. Anyways... Yes. Anyways, happy. Hope you had a great Halloween. Yeah. Safe. Whatever you did, whether you went trick or treating, t- or hung out at home,
0: our two-year-old learned how to say trick or treat, and he says happy ween. Now every time he finds a piece of candy,
1: happy ween, happy, happy ween.
0: ween. <laughs> he's a fan. Yep. He's, he's a fan of trick or treating. We had he's to a have convert. a discu-
1: we had to have a discussion about. This is the one night a year. It's okay to accept candy from strangers. Yeah,
0: I don't know if he really got what understood I understood tri- that. Yeah. yeah, our little talk, but okay. So this week's presidential trivia is: which president's mother was struck by lightning while pregnant with the president? Mm. Obviously, they survived.
1: Truman.
0: Truman. It's a fun guess. Why? Why do you guess Truman? I don't know. He just looks like he might have been hit by lightning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: He just got that look.
0: <laughs> well, you'll find out if you're right at the end of this episode. Was so I right? stay tuned.
1: Was I right? No. Ah. <laughs> I am O in sixty-three. <laughs>
0: We haven't had that many episodes, but...
1: 61?
0: I think you've gotten one right.
1: gee, thanks for that vote of confidence. (laughs) I appreciate that.
0: It's hard. You have 45, well, 44 choices, because old Grover Cleveland is on there twice.
1: Right. Because he was not consecutive. Yeah, he
0: takes up two numbers. Because he
1: was not consecutive.
0: So you have 44 choices. So that's that's a pretty that's a pretty wide multiple choice.
1: Yeah. I usually hate one more than two. <laughs> yeah.
0: So this week we're going to talk about why America does not use the metric system.
1: Because we're America.
0: Well, that's part of it, but there's there's a lot more <laughs> that goes into it.
1: Nope, that's it.
0: That's it. We're America.
1: Yep. Um we use the standard system.
0: We use Because
1: it's standard. The
0: imperial system.
1: Uh, Oh, that's called standard.
0: (laughs) As civilizations around the world and trade between different countries took place, a system of measurements needed to be established. Early on, goods were often measured out using a forearm, a hand, or finger for length, and seeds and stones were used to measure weight. In 1670, a monk named Gabriel Mouton created a decimal a monk? system, a monk. Hmm. He created a decimal system with the base unit of 1/1000 1, of a minute of arc of geographical latitude, and then he built his measurement system off of that. That way the length measurement would always stay the same no matter who was taking the measurement. Cuz the main problem was be like, "Oh, I would like a hand length of rope please of and e- and everybody's hands are different lengths so depending on who you're
1: mm-hmm.
0: who you're getting it to sell to you
1: yeah as a storekeeper you want a small hand you
0: want the smallest hands that was actually as a
1: customer you want the man with the big hands right
0: <laughs> During the French Revolution, the nation of France was trying to standardize measurements across the country in order to combat the rampant commercial fraud by farmers and shopkeepers, who probably all had little hands Hmm. who kept changing their system of weights and measurements to their advantage. (laughs) Yeah, they
1: just all have like just missing the top third, or they just get last knuckle, or they're
0: like, "Oh, I'd I'd love to help you, but um, let me get my child out here to ring you up."
1: Oh, I've got a ring, ring! Oh, somebody's ringing me.
0: Yeah, or they like mess with like their stones or seed weight or mm. you know all of that. Scientists in France were also asking for a standard system in order to facilitate international research. They're like, hey, if everybody used the same system and it's standard, we could start doing research with other countries, mm. other scientists. A national assembly convened in France and chose Mouton's decimal system to base their measurement system on. France's standardized measurement was based on three principles. One, it needed to be equal to a portion of the Earth's circumference, so it wouldn't change. Two, volume of mass would be derived from the length. And three, everything needed to be based on a decimal system to make it easy to multiply and divide. They decided to base their system on a meter, which is equal to one ten millionth of the meridian that runs through Paris from the North Pole to the equator. Oh. Once that base unit of measurement was established, the metric system could be built on top of that. So then everything is either multiplied or divided by ten.
1: Mm-hmm. And there
0: you have your system.
1: It's no, a- I understand the metric yeah. system. Yeah. It's just unpatriotic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what it lacks, it's patriotism.
0: It took five years for France to officially adopt the metric system. We are learning that it's French, it's yeah. not American. The metric system started out as French.
1: I know, it's not patriotic, because it's American metric system. <laughs> gotcha. That's not what we use in America. <laughs> we what? use the, the imperial system.
0: When Napoleon came into power yep. and started conquering Europe, he brought the metric system with him, and European countries began to adopt the standard measurement system as well. Napo- and then they
1: gave it to the British, and the British tried to bring it over to the colonies. No. And we said, F.U.
0: No, that is
1: not what happened. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, Napoleon was spreading the good word of the metric system uh, and by the way this was after the all revolutionary right King
1: Arthur. This
0: was <laughs> this was after the Revolutionary War, by the way. So we are
1: You and your Knights of the Round Table <laughs> spreading the metric system. Yeah.
0: So by the when Napoleon is letting people know about the metric system by like first conquering them and mm. be like, Oh hey, use this to measure stuff. Huh. We've already been separated from the British. We've already won our independence.
1: I know, because we're great. We already established the imperial system.
0: No. Uh, (laughs) So Napoleon is doing that. Back in America, Thomas Jefferson is given the job of establishing a standard measurement system in the United States. Mm -hmm. Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution declared that Congress has the power to coin money and fix the standard of weights and measures. So as being Secretary of State, George Washington gave Thomas Jefferson that job. He's like, hey, you, you figure this one out.
1: No. You gotta standardize it.
0: Yeah. At the time, the United States was using the British imperial system.
1: Boo. Which
0: was feet, inches, yards, all of that. Hmm. Jefferson, who was very familiar with France, he spent a lot of time in France, Mm -hmm. worked with them a lot to get them to help us in our Revolutionary War, Um, and he knew about the growing popularity of the metric system. Jefferson invited French physician and botanist Joseph Dombey to meet him in Philadelphia to help build economic ties between the United States and France. Under order of the French government, Dombey was to negotiate with Jefferson on grain exports to France and bring Jefferson France's new measurement standards, a meter, which was the standard of length, and a grave, later renamed a kilogram, which was the standard of mass. After leaving Le Havre, France, for Philadelphia... Dombey's ship was blown way off course due to storms and ended up in the Caribbean.
1: How many meters off course was it? A lot.
0: Because <laughs> he was supposed to be in Philadelphia and he ended up in the Caribbean. So, like, so many meters. Wow. <laughs> it's, like, way off.
1: You could say... Kilometers, even.
0: You you could. Way, way to use <laughs> the... Way to use your knowledge of the metric
1: system. I don't know what comes after <laughs> kilometers. Kylo maters they the same. <laughs> as France. as the
0: French say.
1: I am not French. <laughs> so how do they say it in France? I don't know. Okay. Oh, huh. yeah. I,
0: I would say that's pretty
1: close. Qu'ilomite.
0: So this wasn't the first time that Dombri had bad luck on the Atlantic Ocean. He had previously spent two years in Peru collecting plant specimens he believed could be grown in France. However, his shipment of plants was captured by the British and never made it to France. So, like, the yeah. British and French are very still much at odds with each other at this time, oh, too. Oh, no, absolutely.
1: The French did a lot for America.
0: Yeah, and the British were really upset about it. Yeah. Um, He went on another... That's why
1: we call them French fries. It's to pay homage to the assistance we got during the Revolutionary War. Is that War. where it comes from? I think so. You heard
0: it here first. As an
1: Idahoan <laughs> who's... Father was a potato farmer, the son of a potato farmer. That's
0: what legend says. <laughs> it's
1: the, the legend of, of Blackfoot, Idaho.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Dombri had went on even another specimen collecting trip, this time in Chile, while collaborating with Spain. However, his business partnership with Spain fell through, and Spain kept all of the specimens while Dombey had to escape from a Spanish prison back to France. Hmm. And then when he showed up in France, the French Revolution was going on, and all of his aristocrat friends were, like, in line for the guillotine, and he was like, ah, every place sucks. (laughs) This is not a good time for me. So, on this trip, where he's supposed to meet Jefferson, and now he's in the Caribbean, Dombey's ship was surrounded by British privateers which are basically pirates that are paid by the The British government.
1: Or were they paid by the East India Trading Company?
0: These ones were paid by the British government. Okay. To basically, if the British government was like, hey, if you see any ships that aren't ours, feel free to just take them over and steal all their stuff. When Dombey saw the British privateer ships, he went below deck and changed out of his clothes into a Spanish sailor outfit. When his ship was finally captured, he spoke only the little bit of Spanish that he had picked up in his previous trips to South America, hoping that it would be enough for the British privateers to let him go. However, the privateers took notice of the Spanish sailor with a French accent.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hola! Yeah, exactly. Como (laughs) estas? Why does that guy sound so funny?
0: He's, doesn't sound like most. I can't put my finger on it, but that doesn't quite sound Spanish to me.
1: <laughs> so, is he speaking French? I thought he was speaking French. Yeah. Those were Spanish words, though.
0: So Dombey's true identity was eventually revealed when they're like, "Dude, that's the worst accent <laughs> I've ever heard." And he was taken to be imprisoned on the island of Montserrat while the privateers tried to contact the French to ransom him back. Unfortunately, Dombey died before he was able to be rescued. The cargo on Dombey's ship was auctioned off along with the meter and kilogram. When Dombey never arrived with the standards of measurement, Jefferson had a decision to make. He believed that a decimal system was the optimal choice... But he also believed that it would be too costly to send delegates to France to learn the system and bring back another meter stick and kilogram, especially at the time when Dombey died. Think about this:
1: you could buy a meter stick at the dollar store, or maybe not the dollar store, but
0: yeah, you know,
1: it's your it's your local hardware store for like three bucks.
0: But at the time. Dombey, with his meter, his meter stick and kilogram, were only one of six in the entire world. Right. So it was like a big deal that they went missing. Yeah. And Jefferson's like, okay, we already lost one. Yeah. You think Francis, All right. Francis is Who just going to give us here another one? wants to
1: get a string and figure out what one one-millionth yeah. of the, the meridian between the, the equator and the North Pole The is. one that goes through Paris. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so he was like, that sounds like a big pain in the butt. Mm -hmm. Sounds really expensive Mm -hmm. for a country that is very much in debt right now.
1: Mm -hmm. To that same country.
0: Yeah. He also feared that if Napoleon fell from power, there would be pushback against the metric system, and he didn't want America to be stuck with a measurement system that no one else was using. There was also the fact that the French didn't want to share the metric system with the Americans anymore. France had helped the Americans win the American Revolution against the British.
1: Come up with your own ideas. But
0: when the war was over, the United States and Britain signed Jay's Treaty in 1795, which got rid of Britain's control of posts in Northwest Territories and allowed America to trade in the West Indies, which established a sort of alliance between the United States and Britain. France was really upset, that the Americans were so quick to become friends,
1: Bef- yeah, or keep at least keep
0: acquaintances f- with Britain.
1: Be- keep your friends close, your enemies closer. Yeah, or- and
0: France was like, we have hated England for so long, and you guys just gave up on that so fast. Mm-hmm. So France was upset, and they started to send their own privateers to target American merchant ships, and tensions between the two countries began to grow. Uh, when France decided to throw... That's
1: when we started calling th- them Freedom Fries. Yeah. <laughs> 1795. A mere 19 19 years later.
0: So then France decides to throw a metric convention Mm. in 1798 to teach other countries about the metric system. They invited dignitaries from several foreign countries, but did not send an invitation to the United States. Ooh. It was a big old snub well no. you're not in I can't do a French accent that quickly went British, but you're not invited. <laughs> 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 Zombie's meter and kilogram meant for America was eventually intercepted by French officials and sent to the United States with a second emissary to promote the metric system to the United States. But
1: what they didn't tell us was they added three inches to it. <laughs> or wait, they no. cut it off. Because the yard's what? Three inches or huh?
0: I think the yard's shorter. Right, yeah. So they the cut meter. off three
1: inches. They're like, oh, this is a meter. <laughs> so...
0: Apparently France keeps going back and forth about whether they want America to have the metric system or not. So they send it back with another emissary. This one doesn't get killed by pirates. And they're like, hey, these are the ones we meant to send you before we found them. Here they are. But by this time, Edmund Randolph was the Secretary of State instead of Thomas Jefferson.
1: I mean, Secretary of Weights and Balances.
0: I mean, Secretary of State, but he just inherited this job from Jefferson. Right. Randolph didn't understand the significance of the meter or kilogram, and decided to just ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, okay, cool, mm-hmm. we're not using this. Put it in his
1: junk drawer. <laughs>
0: yeah, basically. The kilogram eventually ended up with Andrew Ellicott, a prominent land surveyor that surveyed the boundaries of Washington, D.C., and completed D.C. street plan. The kilogram stayed in the Ellicott family until 1952, when Andrew Ellicott Douglas donated it to the National Institute of Standards and Technology Museum.
1: Where's that at?
0: I believe it's in D.C.
1: That sounds like a fun place
0: to (laughs) build. Ooh, standards. And here is the kilogram from 1795. So... Randolph doesn't care about I'm the kilogram. Talk about dead
1: weight. <laughs>
0: so <laughs> Randolph just gets rid of the kilogram and meter. He <laughs> he doesn't care about them. So and the United States decides to stick with what they know and just make their own version of the British imperial system. But they standardized it so that it was you know the same across the board. Mm-hmm. And this included the inch, foot, yard, and pound, what we know today. Mm -hmm. As time went on, Napoleon eventually did fall from power, but the metric system continued to gain traction. By the end of the Civil War, most of Europe was using the metric system, which was making it very hard for Americans to ignore it. In 1866, President Andrew Johnson signed into law a bill that made it lawful throughout the United States of America to employ the weights and measures of the metric system in all contracts, dealings, or court proceedings. Because before this, Americans were like basically forced to use the imperial system. Mm-hmm. And they weren't really allowed to use the metric system.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So now Andrew Johnson's like, okay, you can use it, especially when you're dealing with foreign countries, mm-hmm. so we can sell things to them. Mm-hmm. In 1875, France held another convention to discuss the international version of the metric system. And this time, the United States received an invitation, and they sent delegates. Yay! Delegates from the participating countries signed the Treaty of the Meter, which established the International Bureau of Weights and Measures, along with a committee to run the bureau, and a conference that would consider and adopt future changes.
1: And, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was then that America was like, we'll play your effing games, but... You're going to have somebody whose job is to officially translate the Patriot unit to metric.
0: Um, <laughs> this, it wasn't <laughs> kidding, it wasn't kidding. quite this time, and it wasn't quite like that. <laughs> it happened a little bit later. Mm. This was just like, hey Americans, welcome to the party. This yeah. is what everybody else uses, and we're right. going
1: to teach you how to use it. And we're like, we don't really care.
0: Yeah. The treaty also helped establish a lab in Sèvres, France, which would house the international metric standards and would distribute standards to each participating nation. In 1890, the United States received their copy of the International Prototype Meter and International Prototype Kilogram, because we'd already gotten rid of ours. But these are new.
1: New and approved. No, we didn't get rid of it. We just forgot where we put it. (laughs) It was in a box in the garage. Somebody else grabbed it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: The superintendent.
1: Yeah, we sold it until we accidentally
0: cents. sent it. We accidentally dropped it off at the thrift store. <laughs> Somebody got it for a great price. Yeah. The superintendent. <gasps> what do
1: you mean you took my bike to the thrift store? I was going to fix it. Yeah, exactly.
0: The Superintendent of Weights and Measures, T.C. Mendenhall, issued the Mendenhall Order of 1893, which stated that the international meter and kilogram would be regarded as the fundamental standards of length and mass in the United States for both metric and customary weights and measures. So now the yard was changed, how it was defined, from being off of a spot in the United States to being defined as 3600 parts of 3937 meters. That makes sense. It's a really it's just a big fraction. Mm. So they're like, okay, instead of a yard being this length of a latitude in America, it's just going to be this size of a meter. Mm. And the pound is just going to be instead of like so many rocks or whatever, you know.
1: Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> did I lose you? you t- yes. So You lost me at rocks okay. in three thousand so six hundred and ninety six. So, so, so,
0: so I should just not have put the numbers in there. So what I'm saying is because when we established our imperial system, we found, we figured out our own way to standardize them.
1: Hmm, right? Sure. I mean I just imagine somebody was like, here's a stick, this is a this is a yard.
0: But yeah, just like assume somebody was like, this is a stick, this is the yard. This is how you will take, this is how you'll make all of the rest of your yardsticks. Uh-huh. This is a bucket of water. This is what we're going to do all pounds off of.
1: This is one pound. This is
0: one pound kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. So instead of just doing that, they're like, okay, now both the yard and the pound are based off of the meter and kilogram. Mm. Does that make sense now? Yeah.
1: yeah. No, that's why when you run a 5K, it's point whatever, miles, 3.1 miles. Yeah. It's a fraction of a... a miles or fractions of kilometers, or vice versa. Right. In
0: 1959, these conversions changed slightly when English-speaking countries agreed on conversion factors. Though Americans were allowed to use the metric system and we had our own measurement standards, many companies continued to just use the imperial system, when,
1: right.
0: when the Industrial Revolution began, machinery and manufacturing plants popping up across the nation were created to use imperial units. Imperial units, and all of the plant employees were trained in imperial units to produce products that featured imperial units.
1: Except for nuts and bolts, we still use the ten millimeter.
0: Well, I believe back then they were all in America. They were all imperial units. They weren't in millimeters.
1: Oh, man.
0: A growing number of scientists and political leaders in the United States were advocating to make the metric system the primary standardized measurement system in the country. Early on, many bills in Congress favored a switch over to the metric system, but they were defeated by big business lobbyists that didn't want to go through the expense and time-consuming hassle of switching everything from imperial to metric.
1: See, nowadays there's so much... There's, like, the global economy. Right. Um. That that. I mean, it's not incumbent, especially for like a vehicle, to have both metric and imperial. Right. But sockets back, and.
0: But back then, like literally nothing in America was metric. Right. It was still all imperial.
1: Oh man, that'd make it so easy, so much easier. Because I literally have to have a color coded six thousand piece. Set it's not six thousand pieces, yeah. but it's a giant box of sockets, of deep sockets, and wrenches, and keys, and one in imperial and one metric, and they're color coded, blue and red.
0: Wouldn't it be nice if they were just all metric.
1: I don't care which, <laughs> if it was just <laughs> one, just one. <laughs> yeah. I think this is this is big hardware store. Keeping keeping Joe Mechanic, keeping Joe Builder down.
0: Making him by both sizes. Making them by both
1: sizes. Probably.
0: <laughs> Many Americans we need to
1: lobby we need to lobby Home Depot to to get on board with, yes. with making it one size.
0: Many Americans also believed that by keeping their own system, the Imperial system, instead of adopting a foreign system, they were symbolizing their status as a leader instead of a follower. No. Oh, you want us just to follow the French? Yeah. no, we are leaders in the world. They can follow us.
1: but we stole this,
0: but even though we didn't come up with this on our own, <laughs> this is from the
1: British, okay.
0: and you know
1: what we need to make
0: we need to the, make another one
1: the It's gonna call the bald eagle.
0: The bald eagle system. <laughs> yes. And it's gonna be even more complicated. Yeah. It's all gonna be based off it's, a bald eagle's wingspan. You
1: take the you take yeah, you take the a bald eagle's wingspan, you make that one bald eagle.
0: Yeah. Which is like similar to a yard.
1: Which is right. It's like the yard or the meter. That's yeah. what you're gonna use the conversion factor for.
0: And then a bald eagle's egg is what we base all of our weight on. Yeah.
1: One egg, two egg, three egg. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Let's start it. Um, so, this month we're going to take all of our Patreon funding and use it to support a, I, I don't know, a student master's thesis to develop this new standard.
0: <laughs> to develop a new standard of measurement. <laughs>
1: Hashtag worth it. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So maybe, yeah. Another big part was like Americans were like, no, we're Americans and we don't do things that foreign people do.
1: I should well, let me say this. What well, here's an idea. What if whoever gets elected
0: gets to choose in order
1: to now in order to unite the country, they are going to develop this brand new standard for all Americans for the U.S. You know, it's, like, it's going to be everybody's so divided. You know, like
0: well, first we have red to get, and
1: blue donkey and elephant. And
0: first we have to get the word out that the imperial system is British, right. and then people will be willing to drop it. Because right. so I don't think enough people know that.
1: And the metric system is French. Yeah, we don't need them. We don't need French fries. We don't need French measurements. <laughs> we need freedom fries. We need and freedom measurements.
0: Fr- the freedom meter. <laughs> the,
1: no, we need the bald the eagle. The bald eagle. I remember. <laughs> In
0: 1971, the U.S. National Bureau of Standards published a report titled A Metric America, which recommended the United States can transition completely to a metric system over the next ten years. What, you,
1: they, were they French?
0: No, they, they were American. But were they?
1: Yeah, were they?
0: You take off their cowboy hats, they're just little berets
1: <laughs> underneath <laughs> You discover who we really are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Due to the report, Congress enacted the Metric Conversion Act in 1975. However, they got rid of the 10-year deadline and made the conversion voluntary instead of mandatory. Mm. So it's like, hey, you guys can use metric even though you could before. And instead of us making you, it's just voluntary, so nothing has changed. Welcome to Congress.
1: Mm-hmm. Where the, what is the, from whose line is where the, the points are made up and the score doesn't matter. Where the matter.
0: games are made up and the points don't matter. Yeah. yeah. yeah
1: pretty much. Welcome yeah. to Congress. Yeah. <laughs>
0: When American companies went to build factories in Europe and Asia or sell their products to foreign customers, they struggled on whether to keep standardized U.S. measurements or switch over to the metric system. In 1988, Congress passed amendments to the Metric Conversion Act that designated the metric system as the preferred system of weights and measures for the United States trade and commerce, and required federal agencies to use the metric system of measurement in its procurements, grants, and other business-related activities. So, finally, in 1988, almost t- 200 years later, the U.S. government's like, hey, like, basically the official...
1: Since... For Jefferson's tra- been yanking our chain the yeah. last 200 years.
0: For trade and commerce, just for trade and commerce, we are using the metric system. Hmm. And because of this, this is why, like, on your... Wine- but
1: sports games? Yards. Yeah. I don't know But track
0: races are meters.
1: Yeah. Mm, false it's the forty yard dash. That's just a combine. That's
0: there's just <laughs> it's just so mixed up. It's just all just now so that's the thing, is like because of this now it's just a big old
1: gobbledygook of just Or it's a great American melting pot. <laughs> Sprinkle that in. Little we'll schoolhouse rock for you. <laughs>
0: But it's, like, that's why on your wine bottle it says 1.75 liters. liters. For wine? Isn't it? Something like that. Or is that, like, big Coke bottles? That's something. Liters. That's why, like, your drinks come in liters.
1: What's a fluid ounce?
0: (laughs) What is anything?
1: What is a fluid ounce, Like, for real. Not just an ounce. Like, there's a difference between a fluid ounce and an ounce. See, this
0: is where we get... This is why the... The system's so
1: jacked up up because... Because I I understand one's a measurement of volume and another's a measurement of weight.
0: Yeah, which is just... It's so confusing. You
1: need to just standardize the egg, the bald eagle. (laughs) It's going to be good. We could just go to the metric
0: system. Because that's the thing. It's like, I have have a science... We're leaders.
1: We're leaders, all right? You know how we're getting to Mars? The bald eagle system. I
0: have a si- I have a science degree. A bachelor's in science. Uh, so do I. But that's like in college everything was in the metric system.
1: False. Football games were played on a hundred yard field.
0: Okay. Talking about my classwork. <laughs> so then I'm just using both. That's the thing, is that now they just make Americans use both.
1: Mm-hmm. Which makes us twice as smart as the rest of the world, though, is really. That,
0: is that why we do it?
1: Yeah, I mean, really, if we have to do everything. Yeah, I mean,
0: obviously, we're twice as smart as the
1: rest of the world. Because <laughs> math.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we have to do more math. Yep. So it's funny that you brought up Mars. Mm hmm. Because on September 23rd, 1999, the Mars Climate Orbiter veered off course and burned up in Mars' atmosphere. NASA revealed the cause to be that one part of the orbiter's navigation system was computing in Imperial system units, and Mm -hmm. the other part was using metric. Right. And then they just didn't make sense, because they were speaking in different units, and then we never saw the orbiter again, and it just...
1: What did it do? I think it was more of a... Is
0: that... oh? Okay, I mean, like we disagree. Like, like frying, to disagree. frying, frying, pop. Good as. But yeah. Anyways, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Because the US uses both. Yep. And if we just stuck with one, then we wouldn't have had that problem.
1: Uh, you know? <laughs> they literally just have computers that convert back and forth. Yeah. From one to the other.
0: Or you could just use one. Just use one. Yeah. The United States is one of three countries. That's like a
1: group. It's like when you work on a group project, but nobody works together on it. Everybody does like their own part, and then you try and like fit it together at the end. Yeah. And you're like, well, it, it technically worked. Kind of.
0: It's yeah. It's like when you guys are like, "Oh, we'll make a PowerPoint slideshow, and we each get to make our own slide." Yeah. And there's people that are very professional, and there's the person that used all of the like free clip art and all of the, uh, what do you call like, it? Effects. The visual text aspects. effects. Yeah. Text effects. Where like the text comes in. Like,
1: <laughs> Letter by character by character. <laughs> yeah. And they did a giant four thousand word block quote. Yes which is really 16,000 characters, so I was just like...
0: <laughs> and it takes like five minutes to put it up there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and yeah. everybody and every slide has a different background mm-hmm. and different font style.
1: Yep. yep, different theme color. Yeah,
0: yeah. The United States is one of three countries, along with Myanmar and Liberia, where the metric system is not commonly used. Mm. So it's fun to be in that category.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that is the story of why we don't use the metric system.
1: Because Mars.
0: Because of pirates. Mm-hmm. And because the French got mad at us.
1: Yeah. They held a grudge.
0: They held a grudge.
1: And, guess and that's what? really why. And guess what? That plan has backfired. On us. <laughs> on them. Because who's put a man on the moon? No. Not, Not France. Not, not
0: France. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Or a woman, or anything. I mean, what is friends... I mean, they give us great cheese and great wine. I'm appreciative.
0: But, yeah. All right. Valid point.
1: See that has American wine.
0: That comes with metric, like metric measurements of how much is mm-hmm. in the bottle. Yeah.
1: Because what doesn't come with moon dust? Because so that's on the boots of my great uncle. Neil.
0: I'd really hope no wine came with Moondust. That doesn't sound great for you. Alright, is Moondust a good or bad thing to have in your wine? I guess I'm confused.
1: What I'm saying is French haven't been on the moon.
0: Okay. That's just that's <laughs> that's the point you're still trying to make. Yes.
1: Hanging on to it. Can't let okay. it go. My <laughs> it's source... like the one thing they got, alright? That's
0: it. My sources for the story are Parath... Pirates of the Caribbean Metric Edition by Keith Martin. Why isn't the US on the Metric System by William Harris? Mm. And why hasn't the US gone metric by why? Matt Alsdorf?
1: Okay, so why hasn't Disney done that?
0: Pirates of the Caribbean Metric Edition?
1: Yeah, like That's
0: probably what is the, Like Jack
1: Sparrow like trying to steal a meter stick, you know? I mean there's already like there's already
0: like what five Pirates of the Caribbean movies out there? I'm is that sh- it? <laughs> there might be 12. Yeah. It's somewhere between 5 and 12. Yeah. And so that they're probably running out of ideas. Mm-hmm. So this is probably their next one. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, Disney, you can reach out to us at com. We
0: will help you write the script. Was
1: m- what is it? ATB at gmail.com?
0: No, bizarreusa at gmail.com.
1: Bizarreusa.com?
0: Bizarreusa at gmail.com.
1: <laughs> bizarreusa at gmail.com. Yes, that one. And... We will hook you up with our ideas. I've got a script. It's written in my head. It could be about Jack Sparrows dealing with a meter stick and then going to the moon as Neil Armstrong reincarnate. Yeah,
0: because have you guys taken Pirates of the Caribbean to the moon yet? I don't think so. It's it's a new whole new world mm-hmm. for the characters.
1: Mm-hmm. Was that an Aladdin reference?
0: I mean I didn't mean it to be.
1: That was good. That's was like where well, i Just like sneaking what you did there. some more Disney in, yeah, into yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So
0: <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Presidential trivia. Yes. Which president mom which president's mom was struck by lightning while she was still pregnant with him?
1: Should I go can you at least tell me where I should go from where I was at?
0: Very early.
1: Ooh. Oh, Benjamin Franklin.
0: Baby. He's not a president.
1: But Ben Franklin's mom (laughs) was James Monroe's mom. You didn't know that? They're brothers? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Ben Franklin, no. 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 Uh, No. Have I taught you nothing
1: <laughs> over this
0: podcast? <laughs> what? At least that, like, you've had this poster for a while that you should know that Ben Franklin isn't a president.
1: I do know that, and I'm sorry. I was <laughs> just thinking kite and key. So I'm sorry.
0: It's right. It was George Washington.
1: He's Ben Franklin's brother?
0: No. He- <laughs> His mom was struck by lightning while she was pregnant with him. What? How? When, I'll tell you. When Mary Ball Washington was pregnant with George, she hosted a dinner party during a storm. A bolt of lightning struck the house, came down the chimney, and came into the dining room. It was basically like, ding, 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 down the chimney, and just straight into the dinner party. Huh. The lightning first hit one of the guests so hard that she died instantly, and her knife and fork fused to her hands. Wow. Then, Mary was also hit and felt the lightning pass through her body. However, however, Mary and baby George were fine. And George grew up to be, like, over six feet tall and the first president of the United States. So maybe he was actually, like, the original Thor. That's where he got all of his powers, was from being struck by lightning.
1: But that's not how Thor got his powers. No.
0: But maybe that's how George Washington got his powers.
1: I think he got his powers from the Constitution. To ditch. Alright, I think it's time to wrap this one
0: up. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to go maybe find out who the president-elect is sometime this week. Or well, it could
1: take up to a few weeks.
0: Or even a couple weeks. So... In the meantime, we hope you stay safe,
1: stay healthy,
0: and until next time, stay Stay weird, weird, America. America!